Art is more than just a composition of beautiful colors and carefully placed brushstrokes. When we can think about it more expansively, that is. Welcome to the Art of Podcast, a show that unveils the masterpiece resulting from you taking your healing into your own hands. I'm your host, Leah Fisher, a trauma survivor turned multi-awarded reflectionist artist with a master's degree in counseling. My highest intention is to create a community for self-healers. Together, we'll unlock your own creative capacity to design a life of holistic wellness and embrace the healing journey, one step at a time. You're listening to The Art of Podcast, and this is episode number 13. Well, hello. Welcome back to The Art of. I'm your host, Leah Fisher, and I am really excited about this conversation that I'm having today with Sonia Lovett. Her brand is Styled Beyond Age. She's a world traveler, a lifestyle blogger. She talks about fashion and skincare and wellness, and she's a digital creator. And one of the most extraordinary things about this is that she is going to be 70 in August. Is that right, Sonia? That's right. And I'm proud of it. Yes, you are. <laughs> yes, you are. And I... It, this is really, really last minute and on the fly. I just met Sonia last night. We were at a charity event for DIFA, which is an organization that raises money for AIDS and AIDS research. And I met her with our fabulous friend, Trisha Sims. And as soon as I saw her, she was just so fabulous and so magnetic. We connected immediately and about five minutes into our conversation, I said, what are you doing tomorrow afternoon? Would you like to be on my podcast? Yes. And I said, I'm going to do a photo shoot at, what was it? In and Out Burger. Yeah. And you said, no, 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 later. <laughs> I said, well, after your fabulous photo shoot, you can come over to my house and be on the podcast. So the reason why I really wanted to have you here is because I am 48 years old. I'll be 49 in September. So young. <laughs> and well, that that makes me feel good. And you know, the I, it's just, as I've been thinking lately, I just, I've been really pondering on age and what it means in our society and what it means to me and kind of how I value myself around my age, whether it affects my self-worth and my self-esteem. And I've really had to do a lot of work around that because society really tells us that we lose value as we get older. And it starts telling us that as soon as our 20s. It's amazing how people are scared of getting older, even in their 20s. Well, I think that the first part of that sentence, we should start in our own minds correcting. And let's remember that nobody or nothing can make you feel. Mm -hmm. So everything that you are thinking should come straight from who you know you are internally. So I think just as we talk and start a dialogue, it's important to remember that nobody can make you anything. Mm -hmm. So we can start with that. And that was what has kept me going now for so long with dropping my fear. It has allowed me to drop my fear when I understand that I am the only one that is in control of this vehicle. Mm -hmm. So I think we can start there when we go to empower ourselves as we age. Mm, I love that. I love that. Well, tell me a little bit about your background and your brand. 
Well, I started when I was 65, and I... You started when you're 65. I started. How is that for expansion out there, you guys? Well, you know, at 65, there I was. I had finished my last big project. I love to dig in the dirt and build, and that started when I was a child. I had finished my largest project ever, and then I was all of a sudden bored, And boredom for me is, excuse me, the kiss of death. Mm. So my daughter said, Mother, you need a hobby. And I said, well, sweetheart, I have a hobby. I like to build houses. And she says, no, Mother, a cost-effective hobby. (laughs) And I went crouching in my corner. She says, you have great taste. You've lived all over the world. You need to start a style blog. I had never been on Facebook I had never done any kind of social media whatsoever. And she launched Style Beyond Age for me. And I have been creating content for women, let's just pretend 45 and older. And uh, my job, my what internally I want to do is I want to help empower women to be the best they can at whatever age they start this journey. That's it in a nutshell. Yeah, and yeah, you have 63,000 followers on Instagram. <laughs> That's frightening. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's extraordinary. You started at 65 and you have a big following which it's it's really hard to do and I mean, I think the reason why people are following you is because they resonate with the message that you are trying to bring to the world. So if you had to put in a nutshell, what is your message? What would that be? Well, the first thing is for all of us to stay relevant. What happened to me when I was suggested, when my daughter suggested that I start this social media account, that brought me into a situation where I had to start being relevant. And I think being relevant is one of the most important things to quote aging. I don't know if I like that word, Mm -hmm. but aging well. You have to stay relevant. You have to stay on top of what's going on. Enjoy what music nowadays that you can go out and meet the youth. I'm glad I went that night. I was tired. I really didn't want to get dressed. I think getting dressed is the hardest part. Going out the door is the hardest part. (laughs) After that, I'm always happy to be there, but there's that hump I have to get over to get out. And when I do, I am rewarded by the universe so many times over, like meeting you, for instance. Yes, yes. I mean, I definitely think that that was meant to be. And by the way, when when I go out, I hate getting up to get ready. I am the same way. It's just, but once I'm out, I'm good for the night. (laughs) So... Well, my nights are shorter than you than yours, I can guarantee you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that. But okay, so I love that staying kind of current and paying attention to what's happening in real time. And I mean, I think a lot of people just don't do that because maybe insecurity, maybe they feel like they aren't relevant anymore. They don't have any value to give to society. And I think that that's really just something that they're telling themselves in their head, right? They are. And the thing is, it is so easy to fall asleep at the wheel, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. And if the wheel is life and you just get into this rut, you wear the same thing, you look at everything from the same angle, life is a prism. There's a lot going on. So When I talk about fashion for women of a certain age, my daughter, who's a stylist in L.A., told me this. 
mother, you have beautiful things. Put your beautiful things to the front and start wearing them instead of the same old thing you've been wearing all along. Mm. And that is an advice that we can all use. Honestly, I was wearing a little knit tank when I had a silk one in the back of my closet. Mm. She went in there, revamped everything, put my, quote, good or pretty things up front, and we're going for the first thing that's available. So one of the major things, which is seems intuitive, really, is to get in there, clean out your closet if that's what you want to do, and put everything that you like up front and put your shabby stuff away. It's going to improve your mindset. I can guarantee you that. I love that because I have, to, I am guilty of that. I have a couple of house dresses that that's what I want to be in. And I have so many beautiful things. And I, I don't know if I'm saving them for later or what's happening. Well, later is today. And, and let me just say, I post a lot of quote glamour mm-hmm. because you really don't want to see me in casual wear. I can be quite frightening. I mean, when I'm working on a house or painting or doing whatever, I'm in the same old man's shirt all splattered. I'm, I'm sure, in a pair I'm sure of it's leggings. perfect though. I'm sure you looked shabby chic for sure. Well, all you have to do to get shabby chic put together is throw on some jewelry mm. and don't forget the perfume. That's all you need. <laughs> I so, love- <laughs> so if you don't want to redo your closet, just get your jewelry out, whether it is uh, costume jewelry, real jewelry, anything will do. Wear a necklace, put on some rings, have some bracelets that make noise and let yourself be heard oh I love this <laughs> I, I love this advice I mean that makes a lot of sense because you're gonna feel adorned and beautiful for you it's only for you remember that I don't do anything for anybody else I don't care what other people think which is another great bonus round for aging Mm -hmm. or getting older or whatever word we should stick in there. I don't like the word aging. But remember, you are the arbiter of who you are. Nobody else can tell you who you are. And that is part of the power that you can enjoy as you get older. Mm -hmm. So for me, age has just given me a rocket to ride on Mm. because I care zilch. That doesn't mean I'm rude. That doesn't mean I'm loud and aggressive and annoying and throw my opinions to people that don't want to hear them. It just means that you are in complete control. Your parents aren't telling you anything. Your husband isn't telling you anything. Your kids may still try to tell you stuff (laughs) because in the end... (laughs) Seems to be they judge you more than you ever judged them, it turns out. But that's uh, another conversation. Uh, oh, my gosh. That sounds about right. That sounds about <laughs> right. You are going to be 70, 70 in August. And I love how proud you are of that because I think in our culture, at least what I observe is that people really demonize the aging process and really, especially for women, and really tell us through a lot of programming, especially through advertising and commercial commercialism, that the older we get, we our value is diminishing in some way. But you seem so proud of your age and the way you're living your life. And so I want to know, what's the difference there? How do you avoid the, the shame that's trying to be put upon us as women as we get older? Well, first of all, it's only women that get that thrown at them. Men can get fat, old, grumpy, Mm -hmm. nobody says anything about it. Mm -hmm. But a woman's worth has been uh, positioned through her looks. Mm -hmm. 
And we all understand that. We understood that when we were in our 20s and looked at a 13-year-old selling us skincare in a magazine. And I'm even back then, I was thinking, how stupid do I have to be to believe that this girl isn't 13 mm. and she's trying to sell me something as if she were 35? That, thankfully, is changing nicely, in my opinion, right now. We have great role models that are women over 60 now. Few, but still great ones, and I'm not complaining yet. Mm -hmm. But the answer to that is, first, is cultural. I have found that in the United States, youth is valued over everything. In other cultures, like in South America and Europe, which is my background, uh, women get to be matriarchs at a certain age and young people actually go to them for their experience and their their value but it's a little different here so a couple of things need to happen in your own mindset since that's the only thing we can change first of all back to the adage nobody can make you feel secondly there are a few things that you have to do in order to stay on top of your game. One of them is to take care of your skin, of course. Secondly, if there was a way around working out, I would have figured it out by now. <laughs> and there is no way around working out. You have to keep your strength for many reasons. First of all, it makes you look better. Secondly, you do not want to age in a weak body. This is not a good thing for us. And thirdly, you have to stay relevant with technology, with fashion, with music. Those are my three big things. When you look in the mirror and you see that you're hunched over, your hair is gray, your skin is not as in as good condition, you need to start taking care of that because the mirror reflects onto how you feel about yourself. Mm -hmm. If you look younger in the mirror, you will feel younger internally. And it's funny, I say it all comes from within, but it's really the outward projection that fuels what's coming out of within, if that makes any sense at all. It, it, it completely does. Um, I guess where I have issue with myself around that is, so I often, I often have this fantasy that I'm like, okay, I'm not going to color my hair. I'm not going to wear makeup. I'm not going to buy into this idea of beauty that I'm told is superior than what I really am. And, and then I look in the mirror and I just, I can't do it. Because I, it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. But, but I guess my question is, is do you think that, that that is the problem that inherently there's just this like a, this lack of value that I'm afraid of just being myself? Or do you think that Given the benefit that we have in our world now, we should do everything we can while also valuing our intrinsic value on the inside. I, I don't think it has to be one or the other, really. Mm -hmm. Because if you have a sloppy life and you prefer to be sloppy, you will be sloppy and you will look sloppy mm -hmm. because that's what you want. We have all sorts of things that can boost our self-esteem. And to rebel, just to rebel, never works. Mm. Yeah. So while you're talking about, I want to get rid of this stigma of women have to be, having to be beautiful, mm. but you don't really want to because being beautiful makes you feel powerful. 
and makes you feel good. Yeah. So, so that is, it's not even a double-edged sword. It's, I had a friend of mine uh, who told me something I'll never forget. She said, if the object is to win, dot, dot, dot. Mm -hmm. So when I start thinking about things and I want to rebel, for instance, way back in the old days, women weren't allowed to wear pantsuits. Mm -hmm. That was like written in the book of all of these corporations. You can't wear a pantsuit. And I was all up in arms about it. How dare they not tell you to wear a pantsuit, whatever. And this story is not about pantsuits. It's about where you want to pick your battles. And she said, if the object is to win... Her winning was to get the promotion. Her winning was to get a bigger salary. Her winning was to win. And she wasn't going to sell out a win for something that wasn't that relevant. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Maybe we are thankful for women that have put their foot down on that kind of a win. And I understand how that has been uh, important to all of us since we all rarely even wear skirts anymore. Mm -hmm. So maybe the pendulum swung the other way completely. But but I would question my attitude with if the object is to win. If the object is to feel better, wouldn't I want to take care of my skin? Mm -hmm. If I'm not feeling particularly... Okay. When you wake up in the morning and you're down in the dumps and you look in the mirror... When you put on a little bit of makeup, and I don't use base or anything, let's just say you put a little bit of mascara on and some lipstick, and you look back in the mirror, are you feeling happier? Does that elevate your mood? If the object is to win, and it was lipstick and mascara that gave you the win, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. end of story. Okay, okay. Yeah, I like that. I, I tend to... Be, I've just thought about this a lot. So I, I the pendulum swings a lot with me because I was having a conversation with my husband one time. <laughs> and, and I had written in my book about beauty and my obsession with beauty my whole life. I, the only thing that I ever wanted to be was pretty because that was the only thing that was valued in my family. I thought that was the only way I was ever going to be loved or get anything in my life. So that became my main focus. And he asked me, how much time, you're the percentage of your time thinking, do you think that you think about how you look? I said, probably about 90%. And it's, it's always kind of been like that. So for me personally, I'm trying to find that balance because I've always been trying to derive some self-esteem from it and it hasn't been that magic key for me it's always been more like an anesthetic like I would someone would tell me I, you, you look pretty or you're a pretty girl or I love your outfit it would make me feel good kind of like an emotional hit of heroin mm -hmm. and then as soon as it was it was over I was always trying to better up it so I have I've had kind of an addiction to it that I would like to for it to be in balance because I don't I love beautiful things. I love makeup, I love clothes, I love it all. I just don't want it to be the most valuable thing about me. I'll tell you um thank you for bringing that up because I will tell you the opposite side of that. My father always told me that I could do anything a man did. Mm. And I have spent my entire life making him right. And that's just as toxic as you thinking that being pretty is your only 
negotiating tool is your only value. So I was told I can and should do absolutely everything a man can do. I was never treated in any other way. I was never told I was pretty. I was never any of that. Mm -hmm. So in both of our lives, we have to capture the balance between the two. Being as successful as a man and being as pretty as the prettiest woman, none of that holds any value. Yeah, actually. No, no, it doesn't. There's no value in either end because as everything in life, it's the middle that works best. Yes, yes. Be as successful. So I had no qualms that I would be as successful as I wanted to be, mm-hmm. but I was in control of that. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. you were told you needed to be pretty. Mm. I was told I needed to be successful. Mm. And you know what what it it is very different, but I think where it's similar is that with both things, you can be pretty sometimes and then other times you can think that you're hideous or or you might not be as pretty as the girl next to you or you can be successful but you're not going to be as rich or as successful. So really kind of having those outward, just having your worth hanging on something outside of you like that, I think is the key. Because there's nothing wrong with being successful or, or wanting to be attractive, but you're never going to be the prettiest or the most successful person in the room. And so then what do you think about yourself? Well, what you think is that there is no comparison scale. Mm. That is the first thing you have to think of. I am, I've always said there is no competition. I've said it on social media. People think I've grown a second head, whatever, but there is no competition. I never look at anybody else's work. It doesn't inform me. None of that. The fact of the matter is we're all created differently. And what you can produce has no comparison to what somebody else can produce. And it's the same for me. It's the same for beauty. Beauty, you can have the longest legs, the most flawless skin, the most beautiful hair. But if inside you're not pretty, you were never pretty to begin with. So not judging, I'm just saying that beauty and success are all very vague ideas and they're informed by what we're we've been told. Mm -hmm. So I guess the real question is, when are you going to let go of that weight in your life? Mm -hmm. When are you just going to put that bucket down and move on? Yeah. And that's the hardest thing to do. I don't know that I have any advice (laughs) other than, as the Nike ad said, you just do it. You just put it down. Yeah. And you know, I mean, I am surrounded by beautiful women on Instagram or yesterday, you're one of them. And I'm surrounded by much younger women. Well, I mean, when I met you, I think my subconscious goal, the energy that you bring to a room and the confidence and the magnetism is so powerful. And I think that we should all, that's inner beauty radiating out and it was just stunning to witness. I mean, <laughs> I talked to you for five minutes and I have you at my house because I just, I needed to be around you more and I needed to hear what your secret was because I want some of that, you know? I mean, it's, I think that is, is I mean, you're beautiful on the outside, but the light shining from the inside is just blinding, so. I guess the secret is the hardest thing to do, which is letting go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's always the answer. It is. (laughs) 
<laughs> Isn't that terrible? I know. If we could only define what that means. Yeah, yeah. You know, but we try and conversations help. Mm-hmm. But you just have to let go all the preconceived notions, all of your baggage from your childhood, which mm-hmm. we all have plenty. Right. There's a big competition there. Who's got more baggage? Because <laughs> right. we all have a lot of it. Right. But in the end, the universe has made you perfect, and you need to believe that. Oh, yes. So long as you take care of yourself, and you, because you do the best you can with what you have. Yeah. So we don't just leave it to the universe. Right. We look in the mirror, we take care of our hair. Remember, you always feel better when you look in the mirror and you're in the dumps. Put on a little mascara, and it's not to impress men. Yeah. Men have nothing to do with this conversation. Well, that's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so... I like to talk about creative energy on this podcast, and you are full of it. You, I, I'm full of it. All you're right. full. Of, yeah, you're, you're not <laughs> full. Of, you're not full of shit. You're full of creative energy, but you not only are a digital creator and a fashion, a fashionista, but you're also a painter, right? Wow, funny you should say that. My great grandmother was a pretty prolific painter in Italy. I saw her exhibited one time, uh, just one of her small paintings at the Smithsonian in Washington, (gasps) D.C. Wow. So she was extremely, she was an opera singer. She was all of those things. So, of course, I would never pick up a brush because, I mean, that's idiotic. But one day I had a blank wall and no large project to do in my other favorite thing, construction, everything. I dig in the dirt a lot. That's another story. So I started working in acrylics. And it taught me an interesting thing about life and art in general. So I, I, I can't draw. I can't paint. I can't anything. So I was just putting it out there. And I would start with a raw canvas, and I would just let my emotions guide my hands. And I have ended up with a few really pieces that I like. You never like your own work. I don't know if that happens to you. (laughs) But there's always something in there that you want to change, kind of like in life. So yes, I have painted uh, large acrylic pieces. Of course, I don't represent anything except what's in me. So they're very um, modern and fluid. Oh, I, I want to see them sometime for sure. Okay. Well, I think that this should be really enlightening and expansive for people. You started, you gained a huge following on Instagram at the age 65. And what are your future plans? Do you have any creative goals going forward? Oh, I want to get back to traveling, but the situation has been very daunting. Where I, do you want to go? Oh, so many places. I mean, when when my friends say, oh, but there's so much that you haven't seen here. To me, travel is going to a different place with a different language, different food that makes you slightly uncomfortable. <laughs> That's what I like about travel. So, of course, Japan is wonderful. I would love to go to Indonesia. I would love to be with the uh, gorillas Ooh, in yeah. northern Africa. Yeah. I went to Galapagos. I like adventure ones, too. So Galapagos was fabulous. Not so much cities and that art. I like to get into experiences like the Northern Lights Mm -hmm. in Greenland, going down to Patagonia, even though I hate to be cold, you know, (laughs) uh, watching the turtles nest. I mean, there's so much to do in the world. I've all, 
I was having a conversation a few days ago when I was out of town and a lovely young girl said, well, would you ever go back? And I said, no, I don't like going back. And she said, well, that's rude. (laughs) And I said, well, no, not really. I've already been there and the world is so huge that, that I don't like to backtrack particularly yeah. because I'm running out of time, honestly, <laughs> though I'm 70 and young at heart and all of that. Well, I mean, you know, we, I am running out of time. We all are. <laughs> we all are. And none of us are guaranteed to be here tomorrow. So very true. I mean, um, we're all dying and it can happen anytime. And what you can say that many others can't is that you're absolutely living and you're alive and that's another thing yeah. for, for women to remember. What keeps you young or young at heart or relevant, do everything you want to do. I mean, you can do it today. If you want to clean up your closet, but you're going to wait till tomorrow, go ahead and do it because you may not be here tomorrow. Yeah. And then you're leaving a messy closet to your daughter <laughs> or your son. You don't want to be doing that. Yeah. You know. Or if you want to take that hike, just go and do a TikTok, yeah. I say. Yeah. Maybe it's my age. But but I do everything I can within one day that I possibly can. I mean, maybe it's just wisdom. You just know how to do it. Maybe so. Maybe that's I wh- wouldn't one give of myself the... that much credit. <laughs> I I mean, I think it's true. I think I think it's wisdom, and I think it's experience and learning how to be in this world and be in your body. I mean, I think this is something that we don't have the benefit of when we are very young, and 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 so I think it's really valuable. Um, we're out of time, I know, but one thing that I really want to do in this phase of my life, I just want to put a flashlight on this path so that anybody that comes, that is either before me or comes after me can can see that this is a very, very valuable time to have experiences. It's a valuable time for you to get out and do whatever you want. Nobody's judging you because if they are, you won't know about it anyway and who cares. Yeah. So just get out there, do what you want to do. It doesn't take confidence. It just takes action. I taught my daughter, what is the difference between success and failure? The answer to the riddle is action. Mm -hmm. I see women that are gestating their blog for years or months or decades or whatever just do it yeah Nike had it right um okay so another thing that I like to do for my audience is give them a resource to walk away with and something that might enhance their life what is a book that has been meaningful to you and has kind of helped your worldview I have an easy answer to that. Deepak Chopra wrote a book called The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success. It's seven little chapters, easy to read. You can wake up every morning, open up to whatever chapter it opens up to, and just read those little phrases in there, and that'll inform your day. The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success by Deepak Chopra. has been one of my great guides. I haven't read it, so I will pick it up and I'll probably listen to it. Okay, well, and I'm going to recommend a book too. This one is not as touchy-feely. It's called The Beauty Myth by Naomi Wolf. It is, um, it's a very, very hard, sobering look at beauty and consumerism and kind of the programming that we as women have been subjected to. And it's a... It's a hard read, but if if you are really interested in this topic and really 
want to examine your beliefs around beauty and self-esteem and self-worth, then it is a fabulous book. But it's, it's pretty hardcore, so that's my warning on it. And I have one last parting shot here, and that it's you that can change the narrative, and it's actually as easy as that. Mm-hmm. Just change your narrative. That's all you need to do. You can't change the world, but you can change the narrative. That's right. I love that. Oh, thank you so much for coming today. It's been a pleasure. Oh. I love chatting with you. Have, you have to come back sometime. Deal. Okay. Okay. Good. 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 Okay. Well, I know that you guys enjoyed that conversation as much as I did. So I'm going to leave you here. And as always, oh, where can we find you on Instagram? On Instagram and everything is linked in there. And okay. I have a website. It's called Style Beyond age and that's your instagram too right yes it's across the board okay so you can find sonia there and you can always find me at leah fisher art on instagram i uh, have everything linked in the show notes i have a newsletter i mean i kind of have a newsletter i theoretically have a newsletter (laughs) it will be coming i might have it linked when when i air this but it's it'll come soon and i might have a new website by the time this comes out so be looking for that in the show notes too but Thank you so much for being here and we will talk to you next week.